What's up, everyone? It's your boy, Rob. Uh, welcome to the Flame Entertainment and Sports. Uh, I'm here today with Brandon. What's up, Brandon? What's up, Rob? Excited to uh, record this episode with you, bro. Should be good. Nah, for sure. Yeah, guys, so on this episode, we're going we're gonna to be talking about um, MLB free agency. Uh, since it started already, uh, there's a lot of big names um, still out there on the market. Obviously, we're going to talk about the Marlins, too, and give our opinions on what we think is going to happen and what, what we would like to see happen for the Marlins and stuff like that. But, all right, yeah, so now you want to get into, like, look, these big names are still, like, uh, on the market? Yeah, I'm down. Any Anyone you want to start with particularly? Yeah, so I, I just, like, after this, you could go on with whoever, but I, I want to start okay. off with Carlos Correa. Um, he's, like, my dream, number one dream signing for the Marlins. So I just think, bro, like, he, bro, he, this guy, I, 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 I don't know. Every time I see his age, I'm still like in shock, bro. When you look at everything that he's done in his career so far, like he literally has like a Hall of Fame resume. He's still in his 20s, so it's like it's like a rare thing to see. Um, obviously, one of the most consistent hitters, one of the best like defensive players in the league. Um, and I think you, bro, if you bring that guy to Miami, bro, like who wouldn't want to go watch that guy every night? Like he. Even me, like I, like obviously I, I go to we go to games like in general, like regardless of who's playing. But can you imagine if we added him and we get to watch <laughs> that guy in person, bro? Bro, that'll be insane, uh, bro. A Hispanic market, a yeah. Puerto Rican, that's already like really mm-hmm. good. Like you said, bro, he he just won platinum glove. So the best defender in the American League, Carlos Correa. He has a rocket of an arm. Um, like you said, one of the most one of the most consistent bats, a, a great bat which we really need in Miami. Um, yeah, I think it'll, bro, that that middle infield duel with him and Jazz will be great. Two, not only are can they be great defenders, we know Jazz has to work a little bit on that side of the ball, but, um, bro, two middle of the infield guys who have a lot of pop that can, bro, launch your offense is huge. Um, yeah, I really love Correa, bro. We'll see if the Marlins are willing to spend that much because he he's, he's, he's going to have one of the biggest contracts. But like you said, he's in his prime. He, he's been great from the start of his career. Um, so I think it'll be a great investment for sure. But um, yeah, we'll see what happens. It's looking like a 10-year deal. 320 million is looking like. Um, and like you said, aside from the Marlins, which we hope something happens there, or at least there's some interest there. Um, some of the top teams interested in him are the Astros, obviously looking to bring him back. Um, and then the Yankees and the Tigers wow. looking to uh, bring him in. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, the Yankees supposedly are, are willing to get one of the top shortstops in the market. And Correa, Correa going there might be kind of scary. But um, <laughs> I don't, I, straight up, I don't want that to happen. I, and like, I'm, I'm not like one of those, like, oh, Yankee hater. Like, mm-hmm. I've always like, liked the Yankees, whatever. I've never had a problem. But I don't know. There's just something in me. Like, I don't, I don't want him to sign there. I don't know. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, supposedly there's been a lot of rumors of the Yankees that they're willing to go back to their big spending ways. So it might be an off season where they're gonna go crazy and throw out money like it's Christmas. So um, we'll see what happens, bro. If he, if he goes to New York and you add him to Judge Stanton, I don't know. It's interesting because there's a lot of inconsistency in that lineup, but um, a lot of power too. So we'll see what happens. But um, yeah, we already spoke about the Tigers, and then if Houston resigns them, they're gonna stay competitive and for keep sure. competing for World Series. So um, sure. we'll see what happens. But he's gonna get a fat old contract. So. We'll see who comes out with him. For sure. Like, obviously, bro, of course, I hope, I, like, like I said, he's my, my dream signing for the Marlins. But, like, of, of the teams you mentioned, or maybe there's another team, like, 
right now, if you had to like like predict, where would you say he's gonna like end up? Bro, it's hard for one because I don't see him leaving Houston, but they've been giving him some low ball offers. Like I heard, like five years, one seventy something, and that just doesn't make sense, especially when Lindor got ten years, three hundred twenty million, and I think Correa's um, a little better than Lindor. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I I just don't see if the Astros aren't willing to give him a big old contract, then like I don't see him going back, obviously. But I don't know. I can really see Detroit. I think Detroit. Makes a lot of sense for one because of AJ Hinch, um, and I feel like they, the Tigers always seem to get guys. They have a really interesting relationship with the Astros. Like they sent Verlander to Houston. Um, they got JD from Houston to Detroit, and that worked out really well. They have a lot of really good Hispanic players that play really well in Detroit, like Miggy, Victor Martinez when he was there, um, Marwin Gonzalez. So I don't know. I really, I really think I could see that happening. Um, Cause I, like you said, like based off these teams, I, I don't think the Martins gonna throw big money like that to Korea. As much as we want to see it happen, I don't think it's, it's gonna happen. Uh, the Yankees, I don't know. I don't think they end up with him for some reason, like you said. Um, and so, like obviously, if the Astros aren't willing to spend, then I, that leaves the Tigers. I think the Tigers are really willing to do it. So, uh, well, okay, one more thing before we move on to another free agent, to mm-hmm. like another kind of like a prediction on your part or something like. So, obviously, those are the teams that have been, like, mentioned and reported about. But, like, if you had to pick one team that, let's say, like, oh, breaking news, Korea signs, like, and it's, like, a sleeper team that no one's, like, mentioned so far. Like, mm-hmm. what team do you think that would be? You could say, like, multiple teams, whatever. But, I mean, yeah, like, a sleeper team. Like. So, all right. I have this crazy thing. It's not going to happen. But, like, for some reason, it still makes sense in my head. It's, uh, well, actually, you have two. So we talk about the Angels always willing to spend. Who knows that they're willing to do it again and bring in another bat in Korea? Because wow. for some reason, they always seem to just ignore pitching and, and end up signing like a, a huge bat. So they might do it again and bring in Korea and keep stacking their lineup. Because um, I feel like they can always use another, um, you know, short. They, they've been rotating shortstops between Anderson Simmons, Jose Iglesias. So they might bring in Korea and wow. we'll have Trout, Otani, <laughs> Rendon, and Korea. And bro, that's <laughs> nasty, but... Wow. Um, especially if, they, if they're willing to spend, which I think that they are. Yep. So that's that's a team to look out for, um, although you haven't heard them. And then another one for me is Boston. I, I see Carrillo making a lot of sense in Boston. He just seems to – I don't know. I have that connection in my head for some reason. For one, Alex Cora is their manager, and he used mm. to coach in Houston. Um, but I don't think it makes sense for some because Xander Bogarts is a shortstop, but he, he's been, he hasn't been an elite defensive shortstop. So I look at it and I'm like, you can move Bogarts to another position, make him a DH, rotate guys around. Bro, if you bring in Korea, one of the top defensive shortstops in the league for a Red Sox infield that struggled defensively, and yet obviously an impact that. Um, and I'm just saying it makes a lot of sense for one because Cora is their manager and they have a great connection. Both Puerto Rican, both were in Houston together. Um, so I could definitely see that happening. Um, but I don't know. And Bogarts, isn't, he has experience, right, in other positions, like in third or, or second or not? No, so Bogarts has mostly played shortstop. Okay. Uh, and he signed an extension, I, I believe, last season or the year before. But he does have an opt-out after this season. So who knows if the Red Sox are willing to take a risk and sign Correa just to avoid um, the potential of losing Bogarts. But I think it's definitely something to look into if you're the Red Sox um, and see, see what that looks like, you know. Um, so that's something that, to me, can make some sense. Not for um, sure. Yeah. No, and, and honestly, like you said, like, Bogarts is good, but, hey, if you're able to get Correa, bro, like, 
and then you could like pass on that like opportunity. At least I I wouldn't pass it up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? No, and Bogarts is a huge bat. His offensive capabilities are are there. I don't think you can ignore that. Um, so I think, bro, if you can bring Correa, you make Bogarts work defensively somewhere, bro. Put him at second base. Yeah. Then I have a a second baseman that can really rely on right now. Um, so bro, try him out at second base. See what happens. Put him at first base. I don't know. Um, DH, make it you know make it work somehow because he's a great bat to have in your lineup. Um, but make the other stuff work, or maybe you trade him and get some pitching help. Maybe you trade him and get something else that you need. So I don't know. I think that there's some some possibility of that happening there. So got you. All right, man. Uh, yeah. What free agent do you want to talk about? Like what? I think we should talk about one of the most coveted free agents right now, Starling Marte, bro. Yeah. So there's a lot of teams in the running for him. It's kind of scary because uh, so the Marlins dealt him, right? We got Jesus Lizardo. Um, but now there's been rumors that we can bring him back, which bro, I hope I hope we make it happen. <laughs> Not to mention that yesterday or the day before, he posted on a story that he was in Miami. Oh, so I hope there's something. I hope there's something going on there. I hope we can bring him back. Um, so yeah, the teams that that are in the running for him right now looks like the Marlins, the Mets, Philly, Yankees, the Giants, and now the Astros as well. Wow. Um, Damn. <laughs> so definitely a competitive market. Uh. It's looking like a four-year, $80 million deal. That's what they're throwing out there, um, which, I mean, I think it makes a lot of sense, especially if there's a lot of teams bidding for him, the bidding is going to go up um, sure. to that range. So I think it makes a lot of sense. But, bro, we know what Martin brings to the table. Yeah. Bro, a great guy to have in your in your lineup. He can hit for power. He can hit for, for batting average. Bro, he's a, a speed threat. Even last season, he stole, I think, 40 bases, which is insane. Still a great defender having your outfit, a, a plus arm. I think a, a guy that you should want in your locker room, in your clubhouse, um, bro, I, I would love for the Marlins to bring him back. For sure. No, yeah, you know how I feel about, like, what, like when we traded him and, like, I, I, I'll never understand it. I know Lusardo's like a, whatever, a good young pitcher, but, I mean, when you compare the, t- like, the two players right now, like, come on, bro. Like, Marte is, like, what, a top five or top three center fielder, maybe, in baseball. <laughs> like, he's a consistent hitter. He's a consistent defender. Like you said, he, he's a threat, like stealing bases. Like he's great in the locker room. I know other guy, young guys here love them. Like he's like just like a perfect professional to have on your team, bro. So it's nice to see the Marlins trying to get him back. But I mean, wow. <laughs> I, I, I'll never get over like trading him and trading Duval, but whatever. That's another story. But, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, obviously, I hope we sign him back. But I mean, Mm-hmm. I think he's the type of player too. Like wherever he signs, I think he'll fit in perfectly. I think he's yeah, that type of guy. For sure. like, Without a doubt. Yeah, I think that's a great point. He can fit in any club. Um, and bro, the great thing about him, he can he can play all three outfield positions at the at a high level. He can slot anywhere in your lineup. If you want at the top of the order, the middle of your order, like I think he's a great impact bat regardless of where you place him. Um, but I think, bro, the teams that scare me the most, I think, is the Phillies and the Astros. Because the Phillies have long rumored to be interested in him. And I think it can make a lot of sense because he used to play in Pittsburgh and mm. Philly's in Pennsylvania. So it's like, it's a similar market where it might attract them. We, see, we saw McCutcheon go to Philly. Um, yeah. So now who knows if Marte follows that path and goes to Philly. Yeah. Um, That's a good and point. I think the Astros, it makes a lot of sense for him to go there just because he seems like a type of guy that would join their, their squad. So I wow. think those are the two teams that scare me the most. Um, like, to prevent him going to Miami or coming back to Miami, so. Bro, imagine him in the Astros lineup, bro. They add him in. 
Bro. And they bring back Gorea, obviously, but that's so, scary. That's so scary. Bro, and and in Philly, like him and Bryce Harper, after Harper had like just like, bro, one of like a freaking insane season. Can you imagine yep. him? No, that'd be crazy. Yeah, it's insane, bro. Yeah, imagine Houston with Altuve, Correa, Bregman. You still have Brantley, Bradley, uh, Gurriel, bro. bro Bradley and then is... you had, and then you had Marte, bro. Wow. My goodness, but Bradley to me is like, like so underrated, bro, bro. Every year though, bro, that guy, bro, he hits incredible, and he's good yep. on and defense too. But like, I just think of his hitting, bro. He's a beast, bro. All those years bro. in Cleveland, he didn't get enough, like. Like credit from like the national media, you feel me? I, For I don't sure. Think, but. He he's super composed in the box, super high contact guy. He always hits for average, and he can hit for some power too. I think, bro, that that guy is elite. For sure. Yeah. But he, yeah. So who else do you want to talk about, bro? Bro, I think we could talk about Marcus Simeon. Uh, bro, this guy, this guy's a monster. He's a second baseman who just hit for forty-five home runs with the Blue Jays. <laughs> like this guy's. <laughs> And even with Oakland before the COVID season, he was third in MVP voting. Right now, he he's in the midst of the MVP voting again. So this guy, bro, he's he's proven he can hit the ball. Uh, he's he's obviously like built back his reputation as a defender. Um, so he's got that working again, uh, man. But I, I'm interested to see where he signs. I would love, I would love for him. To come to Miami, bro. I, yeah. I, I, honestly, all these free agents, if they come to Miami, bro, <laughs> bro I'd be so happy. For but, sure. <laughs> bro, if you add his bat, like, oh, my gosh. I would I would cry. But, <laughs> yeah, go, the, teams, the teams that are looking to, like, uh, bring him in right now, obviously Toronto wants to re-sign him after what he just did with them. Yeah. Seattle's a, a big name that's interested in him. Um, and that can make a lot of sense. You add him to a competitive squad last year, almost made the playoffs. Um, that could be really interesting. The Yankees, because they're interested in everybody with their money. <laughs> yeah. um, and the Giants are, are really interested in him, too. And I think it make a lot of sense. So, um, And it's looking like a six-year, $138 million deal, wow. which is like $23 million a season. But I think it's a great investment for a guy who can hit the heck out of the ball. For sure. Which one of like, those teams would you say is like, like your, your favorite right now? Like to get him? Um, if, if, like you I, see, if you have I to see him. Right. I see him going back to Toronto. Got you. I think. Bro, their their offense was such a powerhouse last season, yeah. and I think that's what Toronto's really like building themselves on right now. Um, and I think they they should do everything to, possible to bring him back and, you know, see what him, Vladdy, and Bobashek can do. Um, yeah. and another within you know for years to come, you add some pitching around that core, and you can make the playoffs, bro. I think that the offense is scary. So if you bring him back, I think you should do it. Got you. Actually, look. So talking about Toronto, I just started something. It's kind of like off topic, but uh, I I saw that the Marlins might be interested in Alejandro Kirk. Like, mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't I don't know much about him, but what do you like? How do you feel about him? Yeah, so I honestly I don't I don't know if he's a long term answer at catcher, um, but I think I think he'll he'll help right now because we don't have much else working in you know as our backstops. Mm-hmm. Um, but what from what I've heard from what I've seen, he's a great hitter. Defensively, he needs some work. But I think at this point you can take it. Obviously, we don't give up much. Um, going back to Toronto, but he's a great. He can hit. He can hit the ball. So I think that's a plus. We haven't had that from the catcher position since we've had JT Real Muto. Um, so obviously we, we don't give up much. I think it's worth a shot. See if you can work with him defensively and see what you have there. But I don't think he'll be the long term answer. But at least for now, until we can figure out what we really need long term, I think he's a great stopgap catcher. Got you. 
No, all right, yeah. Yeah, I know that was kind of off topic, off topic, but I, I remembered reading like a report the other day. But, but yeah. yeah, if you want now, you could yeah, you could bring up another another free agent, bro, that you want to talk about. So another guy that's actually like being talked about a lot for the Marlins, Nick Castellanos, bro. Yeah. Um a hometown guy from Broward. Let's go. Uh, and I, I really like what I'm hearing. The Marlins are really com- like trying to be competitive for him. Um, hopefully we can actually pull through and get a contract that works for both sides and bring him in because he'll be a great impact back impact bat to add to our lineup. We need we need hitting of all of all <laughs> styles of all types of all levels. All shapes we, and sizes. Yes, 100 <laughs> percent So I know I know some defensive question marks, but at this point, I don't care. We need hitting. Um <laughs> Bro, and especially we, we we've made it work with guys like Garrett Cooper in the outfield. Uh, bro, we're we're throwing Jorge Alfaro in the outfield. <laughs> I, I could care less about oh, what man. Cassianos looks like defensively, bro. If you add his bat, I'm all for it. Um, so right now the three teams rumored for him are Marlins, the Reds, who want to bring him back, and the San Francisco Giants are really interested in bringing him in. So, um, yeah, what do you think about that? Nah, bro, I would love it, bro, to bring a hometown guy like that here. I know his family. I know they live here. I know he lives here, I mean, in the offseason. Um, uh, this past season with the Reds, he killed it. Um, I, I think, like, over the last couple of years, I think he's, in my opinion, he's gotten better over the last couple of years. And I think that's a positive sign when you're looking to bring someone into your team. Mm-hmm. It, it's looking like as, as he gets uh, later into his career, he just keeps getting better and more productive. So I think it'll be amazing, uh, for the, obviously, for the Marlins. And, yeah, I just think... There's something uh, to me about, like, bringing in someone, like, a hometown guy that's just, like, extra special. I don't know. Like, I feel that like he could be even better uh, in, in, like, playing for the Marlins than he would, like, with another team, if that makes sense. Like, I still think he'll be good wherever he goes, obviously. Yeah. But I don't know. That might be, like, the, think, the Miami guy in me, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a great point. I feel like that's a, such a big opportunity that the Marlins haven't been able to capitalize on for sure. in, like, previous years. But I, that's why I feel Cassiano's coming here is huge for one, because it brings back that possibility of bringing in hometown guys. Mm. There's a lot of talent that comes from South Florida. Yeah. And if Cassiano's comes in, then it's like, okay, now we know that door is open again. And we can start bringing guys like guys of that caliber back to Miami. Come Make them come back to Miami where they're from, play in front of their hometown and be competitive, which I feel like now is the perfect time for that. Um, so I feel like it's huge if we can bring him in. Not to mention that there's always been Hispanic players that I feel like make a lot of sense in this market, and we just we never end up with guys like that. So I feel like Brin Castellanos is not only going to be huge on the field, but off the field as well in terms of perception and value that he brings to the, the team will be huge in itself. So not for sure, but yeah, bro, I would I would love to see that happen. Like right now, I yeah. want Correa and Castellanos, bro. And obviously, That'll I would be huge. Love to bring back Marte, but man, Correa and Castellanos, man, add those two bats because we. Like I said, we need, like we both said, we need all the hitting we could get. So, no, yeah, man, I'll, I I'll be hope, super happy. <laughs> yeah, I just hope the Marlins can can finally put the money where their mouth is. And <laughs> yeah. enough with, like, the rumors and stuff. And they actually, you know, pay a pretty penny for a top guy. And, and it's like, yeah. I know it's a lot of money, but you have to do it. You have to at least be willing to try, you know, at least show the fans that you're invested. Show the team that you're invested in, in winning and, yeah. and being competitive and adding to your core. So I think you have to go out and do it. Um, for sure. So we'll just see what happens. We'll see if the Giants can outbid us because they're obviously, you know, a team that's willing to also invest and they're just had yeah. a, such a great season. But um, I think I think I like what I'm hearing. So I hopefully we can make it happen. Nah, hopefully, bro. Yeah, so the next thing I want to talk about is Corey Seager, another great shortstop on the market. Um, 
So this guy's really interesting to me because I feel I really like Corey Seager. I'm a big fan of his. He was postseason MVP or World Series MVP when the Dodgers won it all a year ago. Um, bro, this guy can hit the heck out of the ball. He's a he's a, a good defender. He's had a Tommy John surgery and he's had some injury concerns. So I, I know his price tag will be less of that than guys like Correa um, and like Trevor Story even. But man, I really like Corey Seager. So the teams that are interested in him are the Dodgers, the Yankees. And I think he makes a lot of sense for the Yankees just because for one, um, they've been, there's talk about them spending money, but they're iffy on spending that much on Correa. So if you get Seager, who is commanding less than what Correa will, he's a lefty bat in Yankee Stadium, is going to be huge. Um, I feel like that that's a, that's a team to look out for when it comes to Seager. Then you have teams like the Rangers, Cubs, and Phillies um, that are also interested in him. So, man, I really like Corey Seager. I feel like any he could fit in any team. Um, a really get, great clubhouse guy. Um, another guy I would love for the Marlins to have, but <laughs> for sure. uh, yeah. So, but yeah, what do you think about Corey Seager? Yeah, he's like another guy like Correa, bro. Like still in, still in his prime, and he's already like from from the start of his career, he's shown that he's a superstar. You know what I mean? And but I love the point you bring up in terms of like the money. Like, being that he's coming off, of like, such a major injury or whatever, that, like, yeah, some teams may look at it and they're like, all right, do we get Correa for this crazy amount or do we get Seager for, yes, it's still a crazy amount, but it's a lot less. So that's a mm-hmm. great point you bring up. And I love, too, that, that like, how you said he's a lefty and uh, hitting in, bro, and Yankee Stadium will be insane. So I feel you, it might be a better fit for the Yankees, like, to get Seager, I feel you, than Correa. Yeah, I think that's the most likely route for them. And I think that's the route they should take just because it makes more sense from a monetary perspective, and, bro, a lefty bat in that stadium works wonders. So, um, But I think, bro, there's value for Seager. For a team that that you you look at him and you're like, I don't know if he could be the long-term shortstop here, but I think his bat is, is enough, is worth, it, itself is worth enough, bro. Like, you had a bat like that to your lineup, bro, and who, and who cares? Like, give him a year or two at shortstop. You want to move him to second base after you do it. But, bro, you had that bat to your lineup if you can. I think you should go out look for a bat like that. And not to mention... With the Dodgers, he's been in a competitive squad his entire career. He brings a lot of experience to whatever team he joins. So I think that'll be great. Not for sure. Uh, yeah, something I wanted to talk about, like you, one of the teams you brought up is the Cubs. Obviously, I find that like so so interesting because obviously they just had like a fire sale kind of. They traded all these guys. And then so it'll be kind of interesting to see them like sign one of these uh, um, big name free agents. But it'll make sense. Like, the guy like Seager, being that he's still like super young. So yeah. yeah. How do you feel about that? Like if the Cubs like some somehow like like get him? Yeah, so I don't see it happening. It was just like their their team that's root uh, has uh, interest in him, but I, I mean I can see it happen just for one because even after they they had their fire sale, there's been talk of them potentially bringing back Javi Baez or Anthony Rizzo. So it looks like they're still willing to invest in some guys um, that they feel that they can add to to their team and, and can help you know be be part of their core for the next competitive squad they have in Chicago. So I, I would like it for Chicago. I think it's a great guy to have. Obviously, a bat that they that they really need now after they traded a lot of the key guys. A really high caliber guy, a leader. Um, I feel like it'll be great for the Cubs. Uh, you, yeah, I think to me, I'll, yeah, I'll be surprised too. Cause I'll be like, damn, like how are they able to pull it off? Obviously, I know it's the Cubs, whatever, Wrigley Field, like all that history. But like I'm saying with the state of their roster like right now, I, I think I'll be, I'll be super impressed if they end up pulling it off. <laughs> For sure, I would too. I, yeah. So who who do you want to talk about next? Um, we can talk about 
Mad Max. Uh, okay. Bro, this guy, yeah. the fact that he's still doing what he's doing at this age is yeah. marvelous. It's freaking insane. Um, and not to mention the amount of teams that are after him, bro, you can mention like half the league. So I'm not <laughs> even going to go through the list of teams. But um, yeah, like whatever team signed looks like it's going to be like a, a short-term deal, but with a high like average salary. Um, okay. Just because he's 37 already, but he's still like performing at a, such a high level that. Bro, you definitely should take a chance on him. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where he'll end up. This is going to be an interesting one. Uh, I guess I'm going back to the Dodgers, I guess, because he performed really well there. Uh, I don't think – I could be wrong on this, but I, I don't think they lost a the game that he started. Oh, wow. When he was in Los Angeles. <laughs> or if he did, it was only like one, which is insane. Um, so I could definitely see him going back, especially because the Dodgers are always willing to spend. Um, and he pitched really well there. So I can see that happening. Um like I said earlier, the Angels could yeah. be a sneaky team to look out for. Um, and then a team that could make some sense, his hometown team, the, the St. Louis Cardinals. I feel yeah. like they could be sneaky and pick up Max Scherzer for a year or two. And, and with a competitive team, I feel like Cardinals are really competitive every, like every single year. Um, you, you bring him in to pitch for his hometown. And I think that can make a lot of sense there. Right, I think it'll be it'll be super cool to see him team up with like Adam Wainwright because they they're like two guys, bro. They they it's insane. They get older, but they 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 keep getting better. They're still dominant, so that'll be pretty cool. Yeah, but I don't know why I'm feeling like like he's uh staying with the Dodgers. I don't know. That's like my gut feeling right now. I I think he'll stay with the Dodgers, but obviously he yeah, has, bro, he has all the options in the world. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think so too, especially because he had a no trade clause and he accepted it to the Dodgers. Like he That's waived true. that right, so he can go to LA and. And I think he really liked it there. So I think he'll stay there too. Um, but yeah, so I think it's it's between those three teams for me. Um, right now at least. Got you. Got you. Yeah. Um, another top bat on the market, but I think we could keep this one short because we both know what's gonna happen. Freddie Freeman. Uh <laughs> bro, I don't I, he's not leaving the Braves. I don't I don't see it happening. I don't yeah. see him getting stingy now, especially not when it comes to Freddie Freeman. So I think he'll, he's going to go back, even though there's been rumors about the Yankees or whatever. But I think yeah. he stays in Atlanta. I agree, bro. All right. So I think me and Rob are going to talk about two more players that we really want to talk about before we dive into all the Mar exclusive Marlins stuff. <laughs> um, so one more player I want to talk about is Javi Baez, another great shortstop on the market. Actually, we can also talk about Trevor Story real quick. So just mm -hmm. remind me on that one because I really forgot he's a free agent. For but, sure. bro, it's a stacked shortstop class. <laughs> like, Marlins, please... Go and get one, please. Like, bro, Mickey Rowe, I love him, but he can yeah. be a, a utility guy. He can play all the info positions. Bro, get a shortstop. Jazz is not a future shortstop. I, I see him, bro, launch him as our second baseman. I just think sure. he looks more For natural. Sure. He looks more smooth at second base. Um, I love, bro, I love Jazz to death, but I think he makes a lot more sense at second base. So with that being said, I think go, go out and try to get one of those shortstops, man. They're all, bro, really good defenders, guys who can all hit. Um, so I guess I'll, I'll put Trevor Story and Javi Baez together, I guess, in this conversation, just because I see a lot of similarities. They can hit for power. They can, they're, they're high speed guys, great defenders. Um, but yeah, so Javi Baez, let's talk like the Red Sox are interested in him and I can see that happening. Obviously the Mets traded for him and, and I can see him going back there because he wants to play with Lindor as his best friend. And I can see him playing in a big market like New York after being in Chicago all those years. Um, and then Seattle's interested, supposedly. And then the Cubs are interested in bringing him back, supposedly. So um, what do you think with Javi Baez, where he'll end up? What, what, what do you think about him? Yeah, so, yeah, Baez is, like, an interesting guy. Obviously, like, I've always watched, like, 
I, I've always loved watching him. Um, like he's an exciting player to watch. Obviously, so, sometimes it's frustrating when he's like swinging at every pitch that comes at him. But with that being said, he is like, like obviously like one of the best hitters in baseball. Like the power he has is like incredible. Like, um, bro, I just feel like <laughs> whenever he's like swinging, bro, if, if he makes contact with the ball, there's like a good chance it's going to be a home run. I don't know. He yeah. just has like, bro, tremendous power. But yeah, the only thing that like, yeah, that's always like turned me off about him is like that, that he swings like way too much. Like, I, I, I understand being aggressive, but like at the same time, you got to be like a little disciplined. But but regardless, he's a superstar. Like, obviously, I, I'll be happy if, we, if the Marlins get him. I'm not going to be like, oh, no, no, yeah. this guy. Like, we have nothing. You know what I mean? Like, we come on, I'll be super happy. But yeah, but there's, uh, a, there's a couple of things that intrigue me about Javi. For one, it's, it's that what you're saying because. Bro, when you strike out, you don't get any value out of that at bat. And he strikes out, bro, one of the guys who strike, strikes out the most in the league. Yeah. But at the same time, his his numbers still look really good, like his batting averages. Um, for the most part, play out well, especially this past season. His OPS is still up there, um, like just above league average. So it's like he's not just striking out, and his, the rest of his numbers also look like trash. Like gotcha. the rest of his numbers still keep up, and they're like at league average at worst or above league average. So that's for one. Anything that, that brings in a guy like that, you're looking to compete and you get a high competitor. Not for sure, bro. Um, but, yeah, I'm feeling – I don't know what the teams you said. I don't know why I, I – like, obviously, I could see him going back to the Cubs, but I'm not feeling that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it'll happen either, but – I don't think it'll make, like, much sense, like, for, for the Cubs side. I don't know. Like, I know he was there for a while, whatever. They like him, but I don't, I don't know why. I, I can't see it happening right now, but I could see – I don't know why I'm feeling that. Like, right when you said the Red Sox, bro, I was like, oh, crap. Because I thought of uh, Alex Cora right away. Yeah. And I just feel they, ha- they probably have, like, a, a great – I feel they have a great friendship, or at least they have some sort of relationship that could learn, that, like, to go over there. And I might be wrong, but he, he's friends with Big Poppy too, right? Bias? Uh, I'm pretty sure, yeah. I feel and like I've seen them hang out and stuff. Like, I don't know. Yeah, and it's interesting you mentioned Cora because I think he managed Javi Baez in the World Baseball Classic. Wow, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. You so yeah, but, but yeah, you said bro, Boston, you mentioned- bro. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. That that it makes a lot of sense. I think. I so to go up, like back to your Cubs point. I don't see it happening for one, because I think Javi Baez wants to. He's a competitor and he wants to win. And right now with the Cubs, I don't see that happening anytime soon. Yeah. So I don't think he goes back to Chicago. Uh, but yeah, the Red Sox. He just looks like a like a Red Sox guy. He looks for like sure. a Boston guy. For sure. He, there's a lot of Boston players who play with like a competitive spirit. And they have a lot of, so I can see that happening, like, a lot. Not nah, for sure. Um, and I could also see him, like, like wanting to stay with Lindor and stuff, but I'm really feeling, uh, I'm feeling Boston with him. Like, what, what are you feeling, like, ultimately? Like, what do you think is going to happen? Bro, it's hard. It, I just think it's, it's weird to see him leave after half a season in New York. It's like, even after he said he wanted to be there and play with Lindor. Um, so I don't think, I don't know what will happen. Um, the Mets just got a new GM and Billy Epler. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see if they want to spend a lot, if they get money shy now. Uh, I don't know. But uh, I think I think Boston can make a lot of sense, bro. He can play second base there. Uh, oh, wow. It's hard, bro. It's hard. I, I, don't, I, just, I don't know. I don't see him leaving in Lindor in New York after, after him saying that he wanted to be there and play with his best friend. 
but Boston is going to be right there till the end, I think. Um, yeah, but I, I and I think Javi Baez was so interesting about him too, is that talking all the big contracts is like Correa, Seager, even Trevor Story, and I don't think Javi Baez is going to get such a big contract like them. I could be wrong on this, but yeah, so Baez could end up being one of the biggest like bargains uh, in free agency, like one of the most like mm-hmm. underrated signings. But but yeah, like who? What other player would you like want to talk about, bro? Yeah, I guess we can touch on Trevor's story real quick. Although it's been such a weird market because I haven't really heard much when it comes to Trevor's story. Um, but, bro, I think he's great. He can hit for power, a really good defender. He's really fast, which not a lot of people might actually, like, catch that about his game, but he's really fast. So I think, bro, it's another great shortstop on the market. I don't know what teams are really interested in him. I guess some of the teams wanted to spend right now. So, bro, I think the Yankees make some sense there because – um, I don't know. He just seems like a guy who could fit in there, but I don't know. I don't know what his market looks like, but he's actually a great player, man. I, I love Trevor Story. I've, I've always liked him since he's been in Colorado. For sure. Yeah. I'm feeling like you brought up the Yankees, bro. I'm feeling with Story that he'll end up like playing with the Yankees. That was, I, I, and I remember during the trade deadline, there was rumors that there, I know they're interested in him. And I thought yeah. he was going to get traded the, in the trade deadline. So I don't know. And like you said, it's been kind of like quiet in terms of like reports and like rumors and stuff. So, but who knows? Maybe even like a, it might be a team we, we don't even think about and they just end up getting story. But I don't know why I, I'm feeling the Yankees, bro. Like I feel like somehow that he'll end up there. I don't know. Yeah. Another team that's been like rumored to go after some of the top guys, Texas Rangers. And I can see that happening too. Um, he, he seems like a guy who can, fit there with like Texas and I don't know like it, it, I can picture it and it makes sense um and they're also saying the Mariners but I don't see that happening because I see Trevor Story playing shortstop and uh Jerry DePoto GM of the of the Mariners said that JP Crawford is their shortstop going forward so I don't think that happens unless Trevor Story plays third or, or second base um but I think Texas could make a lot of sense for Trevor Story yeah uh, that's a nice point too um yeah, any other guys you have in mind I guess the last guy is just the, the reigning AL Cy Young winner, Robbie Ray. Um, oh. Just won the Cy Young Award. Um, had a really good season for Toronto. And he's a free agent. So the, some of the teams I've heard, Toronto obviously wants to bring him back. Um, the Angels, which, I, bro, we can mention it for the millionth time. They need pitching. And who, who better than the, the reigning Cy Young winner? And the Yankees, because they're the Yankees and they want to sign everybody and everybody. <laughs> uh, anybody and everybody. So... But, I mean, he could make sense for the Yankees because I think they could use another top guy to add next to Garrett Cole. Um, so, I don't know. What do you think about Robbie Ray? Uh, no, yeah. Obviously, he just had, a like, a hell of a season on a one-year contract. So, obviously, he's, uh, he'll get picked up by one of the contenders. Uh, I I think I, – I don't know why. I would like to see him, like, like re-sign with Toronto because I, I feel like what, what they've done the last couple of years has been so impressive. They have such a, like – some like young pieces on offense, like you, you mentioned already earlier. Um, but and they, like they said, like you said, they, they signed Barrio. So they're able to bring back Robbie Ray as well. Like they could continue to rise up in the American League. Um, but, but obviously, like, bro, yeah, like you said, the Yankees could get him. Like, obviously, we talked about the Angels and all the pitching they need. But, oh, yeah, I, I just I don't know if you have any you have anything other like any more thoughts on Robbie Ray or not? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what the contract will look like. He's actually going to get a big bag because his numbers looked really good. He had a couple of good seasons in Arizona. One of the guys who gets the most strikeouts in the league, when you add that with Garrett Cole, bro, strikeout machine, 
in the Yankees rotation. Uh, but yeah, I obviously, I, I, I would love to see Toronto bring him back just because I feel he'll be hard to replace. Um, and I really feel like if Toronto brings him back, they can really be competitive going forward. Um, just because I have a stacked offense, but they need their pitching to match up to that. So I would love to see that too. Not for sure. All right, so before we move on to like the Marlins or whatever, I, I just, I have, so obviously we, like you brought up bias, but if you want, we could like give our thoughts on like the, the other Cubs kind of that got traded and are available now. Uh, like Chris Bryant, um, uh, Anthony Rizzo, and uh, what is it? Wilson Contreras. I know he's not a free agent, but I mean, he's a I mean, trade I, candidate for sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure he'll get traded like eventually. So, yeah, if you want, you could just give like your thoughts on those guys and anything you've heard or any any teams you you could see getting them. Yeah. So for Rizzo, bro, I feel like he's gone super under the radar, and bro, I love Anthony Rizzo. I think he's mm -hmm. great, bro. The guy does it all. Um, he's a bro, and he's like a fun guy to just be around. So, um. I think I can see him staying with the Yankees. Uh, if I'm in New York, I don't know why I wouldn't want him back because yeah. he played really well with the Yankees last season. And, you know, he he's, I think, 32, 33. So he's not going to command a huge bag. He fits right in with, like, what you need right now. He's a great defender. Bro, a lefty in Yankee Stadium, what better can you ask for? And he just seems like he fits in New York. So I, I think the Yankees should really bring him back. Um, if not, there's been talks about the Cubs. Um, and I know me and you have talked about him coming to Miami, yeah. uh, and I think that could be great, man. Like, I would really love Rizzo here just because he's proven he's someone I would want in my clubhouse. Um, and like in terms of like implementing or changing culture, he's one of those guys who can really do that. For so sure. I would really love him here in Miami. I know there's been talks about Lewin Diaz, whatever. We have Jesus Aguilar, bro. I would trade some of those guys or, bro, because if you get Rizzo, like. Obviously, we're trying to win now. That's what that's the message that everything we're trying to preach now, and bringing him in would, bro, that that would back it up. Um, so I think if you if if it's a real possibility, I would make it happen. No, I'm with you, bro. Like he he's always been one of my favorite players, bro. Like I like the point you bring up of like, um, if you want to like start a winning culture, like literally with the Cubs, he might be like like the number one player in terms of like starting that winning culture that they ended up like building there in Chicago. Um. He's another, like, like Castellanos, he's another local guy from here, too. So I know his, his family is here, and that will be amazing as well. Uh, be able to bring in, like, multiple, like, hometown guys, I think that will be huge. But, oh, yeah, but, he, yeah, he's still a hell of a player. Like, he's probably, what, a top five first baseman stuff? I don't know. Like, I, I mean, I, I would argue that, um, and, like, defensively and hitting-wise, bro. Like, hitting-wise, my gosh, bro. And my thing is just, say, like, bro, bring out the freaking hitters you could get. And, mm -hmm. he, and not only is he a great hitter, but I think he's, like, He's really good. Like, he's uh, very disciplined as well at the plate. He's a high IQ player, too. So he, he has, like, multiple – like, a bunch of uh, characteristics about him that um, you would want and, like, a guy, like, like leading your, your team, like, in my opinion. So, bro, I would be I, – I would, like, I would probably order his, like, jersey right away if we end up sending him. And I haven't even gotten a jersey with, like, the new logo we did, like, a couple of years ago. And – I really feel if we get Rizzo, bro, I'll probably get his jersey, shirt, whatever. Like, no, nah, I love Rizzo, bro. And, and then when you think about his story, obviously, like, beating cancer and everything he's gone through, like, I don't know, bro. He's just, like, the type of person, bro, that I would love, like, representing the Marlins, bro. Like, uh, uh bro, yeah. I, bro, I just got goosebumps, I promise. I, I, <laughs> I promise. Yeah, I, bro. I haven't but... gotten goosebumps about any other player, any 
I'm telling you, if we get Rizzo, bro, it'll it'll be like super special. Like I think. Nah, bro. Trust me. I feel you. I, I'm. A, I'm right there with you, bro. And he's super consistent. And he's what I would call like a tough out. Like when you're facing him, this guy competes in the batter's box. Doesn't really, you know, swing at anything crazy. And he's very disciplined, like you mentioned. So, and I feel like it, if there's something we need in this Marlins lineup, it's discipline, and guys who can really have, you know, a good idea of what they want to accomplish at the plate. And I feel like he'll do just that. Not for sure, bro. But yeah. So what what do you thoughts, bro? Like on Chris Bryant? Obviously, he, bro, he's a, bro, he's a. I don't know. He, he's still kind of young. And he, yeah. He's had yeah, he won. He's like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he's a former MVP, World Series champion. Um, bro, I really like him for one because of his versatility. He can play a lot of different positions. He played third base, outfield, uh, first base. So, like, there's a lot of – that's a something great to have on your squad. And honestly, he's a great bat. I feel like in the past he's had some really inconsistent seasons and he's been more potential than production. But I think he – like, this past season he really, like – like showed me a lot of what I needed to see, um, especially with the Giants again. I really liked what I saw. So, and I think I can see him staying in San Francisco for one, because if I'm not mistaken, he's from he's from Las Vegas, so he's not too far from from there. Um, and I heard that like he really wants to stay in San Francisco, so I can really see that happening. And um, I really I really like like the way he impacted the Giants last season. So, yeah, I really like Chris Bryan, bro. Obviously, we know what we can do. Um, so there's no. No questions about that, but um, yeah, what do you think? Not for sure, bro. Yeah, like you said, MVP, World Series champion. Obviously, yeah, like like I feel ex- like exactly the same way. Like he's had these years where you're like, what the hell? Like he's been like like he hasn't lived up to like the not only the potential, but like but like what he's already accomplished in the past. You just expect guys like that to just keep like dominating and. But like I said, he's still young. Um, he's still, like the Giants man. It was, Bro, I couldn't believe, like, like everything they did last season. Like, I was in complete shock. And then they're able to add him in the deadline and everything. Uh, yeah, my gut feeling is saying that he stays there. Um, but then a dream scenario came into my head. Probably not going to happen. But so the Marlins get Rizzo. Rizzo and Brian are, like, great friends. Lure him in here. But I don't think that probably won't happen. I'm not trying to – whatever. Just trying to dream big. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, no, you never know, bro. Yeah, you never, never know. know. Like, I, I know they have a great, like, bond and stuff. So, but, nah, but ultimately, I think he'll stay in San Fran. I don't know. That's my, like, gut feeling. Like, I don't, I don't see him yeah. going anywhere else. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it either. But, yeah, but that's a crazy scenario to draw up. But we'll <laughs> see. We'll see what happens, bro. I think he's a great, a great player all around. Not for sure. And it's, it's, it's interesting, too, because Scott Boris is his agent. Oh. Um, so, he's, he's probably going to get a bag. But we'll see what happens. But yeah, bro, it was it was great uh, talking like baseball with you, bro. Um, yeah, guys. So th- um, Brandon gave me a good idea. So I'm gonna these episodes are gonna kind of come out uh, separately um, in terms of like the specific topics. Like, like uh, the first one's probably gonna be like the other guys who have been signed already, and then and so on and so forth. But but yeah, bro, it was great talking uh, to you about baseball, and hopefully you make this like at least a weekly thing or something, and we talk some baseball, bro. <laughs> For sure, I'm definitely down, especially with. Uh, like we're in the middle of the off season, uh, especially we'll see what happens with the CBA when that comes up. So definitely, there's gonna be a lot of moving parts coming up this off season. So I'm definitely down to keep coming back on, and we'll address the state of the union, state of the union address on on all things MLB. For sure, but uh, yeah, guys. So thank you guys for for tuning in, and until next time, everyone, take care. <laughs>